Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in. On today's episode, I have Enrique and Ana Flores. It's a double whammy. Wasn't expecting it, but God chose yes. So we're going for it. Um, the beginning is chaotic because we're a bunch of friends just hanging out. So get past that and we get into some topics. So yeah. <laughs> cues in the back. Yeah. And stay tuned for some updates at the end. Then why do you have a notebook? I can't have that. I'm a fucking poet. I need a fucking notebook. That's fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Hi everyone. This okay. is Sales Talking. <laughs> okay, and um, today I have a a double feature with two old guests. Uh, the first time, wow. the first time I've had uh, reoccurrent reoccurrent guests. Uh, you can hear them bakering in the background, like um, like brother and sister. Wow. Why are you just telling us our life? Why right? are you sibling us? <laughs> yeah, like what's that? up with that? Because it's funny. Is it because wow. wow. we're both brown? It's because huh? we're both brown. Wow. You want to go that way? I mean, sure. Go like, that way. That's the only thing we have. Yeah, yeah. We're both yeah. brown and awkward. You're, you're, okay. not, you're not just like Taurus and Capricorn. You know, into like yours is actually nice. No, yours. I was. They're talking about the their nose now. But you know what? We shouldn't be saying that about our own noses. We have beautiful noses. Yeah, your noses are great, guys. Yeah, that's the most wholesome you've ever. To me. Excuse me. Usually, you're you're really morbid, and I I like Can't. enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, earlier, when you like winked at the camera, I felt like I was the camera. When did I wink at the Yeah. When did that happen? You're like, oh, I just want to die, and you're like, and I was like, oh damn. Oh damn. Information that I received. All guests. That's All who guests. we are. Yeah. That's who we are. This is fine. This is phenomenal. Thank you guys for coming on, like coming on and doing this stuff. Um. Um, What's our I, guess, I guess. Say uh, our names. Oh, yeah, huh? Say my name. At this point, this is Enrique. Yeah. And I have Ana. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect timing that you showed up in Tucson out of nowhere. Yeah. That's uh, hilarious. Why are you even here? Uh, the people know. Uh, oh, don't disclose information. You can't. Nah, hold I'm, in a, you I'm can't? in a traveling thing. <laughs> You can't? <laughs> I'm just like a I'm a clown. <laughs> I went to clown college for this. <laughs> Pretty much. She's a traveling nah, service. I'm in the. I'm in the. <laughs> I'm a traveling clown. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, a. I'm in a theater. I'm like talking. I'm like. <laughs> you, you don't have to get that close. It hears you. She's a clown. <laughs> that was perfect. I'm not a clown. Uh, I'm, in a, <laughs> I'm in a theater company. All right. Shut it's not as perfect. Goddamn, cuz. It's Charles not as legit. Oh, I mean, no, guys, I shouldn't say that. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Go check it out. No, I'm sorry, Go check I'm sorry, it out. I'm sorry. You just I'm... threw everybody under the bus. <laughs> you good? I'm in a theater company. Hmm. Uh, we're doing a show in Tucson tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. Yes. Nice. Is that open to the public or something? Or uh, it's for schools. Oh, it's yeah, for schools. Yeah, so okay. I play a kid. I play a child. Ooh. Um, her name's Sophia. Oh, Do you want to hear my child voice? Why is no, so wait, wait, no, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't, I don't. Why not? That's so rude. Really Why is there so no, many Sophias? Not. There's a lot of Sophias. What the hey. heck? It's Hit just that. like one of my lines is Oh, cringe. Maddie, asking for help doesn't mean you're not strong. That's adorable. <laughs> well, you know that. I feel like Thanks. I do what I do. It's delivered right on point. It's delivered right on point. 
this whole fucking thing. Um, um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of yes. face gestures. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of face gestures. Just zooms in. <laughs> I'm gonna zoom in, to in my make, face. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Greg, I want you to zoom in my face at this moment. I might have to make this a video po- podcast as well, just so people can enjoy it. That's straight Nana out real quick. Yeah. Wait, straight Nana or straight Nana? Straight Nana. Straight Nana. I thought, it's okay. I, I didn't know that. No, you're good. You're good. Anyway, let's continue. I'm actually traveling too. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm traveling. Nice, where? I'm a touring artist. I do this a lot. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I travel from uh, dimension to dimension. <laughs> and uh, I'm currently in this one. I've been here since <laughs> the last time I did some psychedelics. It's awesome. Good for you, homie. Good for you. Thank you for sharing. I do the drugs. Um, thank you for sharing too. It's so it's so um, enlightening. Thank you so much. I have a question for you, Anna. Yeah. How was the whole process of self-publishing? Hard as fuck. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. It was hard. I used it online. Okay, so I was going to initially submit to chapbooks. You know, like we yeah, all do. You know, yeah. submit to chapbooks. See who likes you. I submitted to like Notre Dame, Letras Latinas. <coughs> oh, that's been hard. But, hard for you. but you know, uh, you do, um, they didn't get, accept- right didn't get accepted. Did you, write, did you do the right bloody one? No. I should have. But they, I'm, I made it to the semifinals and then they didn't choose my poem. For real? Yeah, but I kind of feel like I knew that was going to happen because while they were still deliberating, I was already starting the publishing thing. Although I knew that if I won, I wouldn't be able to. But like, I didn't think I was going to win. So I was like, whatever. And everybody, like, every all the people I kept talking to, they were like, I, well, not everybody, but a lot of people were like, you should just submit to a chapbook. Like, that way it's, like, easier, you know? And it's like, you don't have to do it yourself. And I was like, but I want it right now, you know? Mm. So then uh, I just went, I asked some librarian, librarian, librarians. Libertarians. Libertarians, yes. some yes. liberals. <laughs> um, no, basically. Anyway. No, um, no essentially. Um <laughs> You know, they they recommended Ingram Spark, which is like an online Ingram publishing Spark. thing that kind of does like a package deal. Mm. Fuck it, I saved up a bunch of money and did it, and did like yeah, that's basically how it happened. But like the writing and editing process was a lot longer. Although like the self publishing thing has been stressful because I'm trying to do like an ebook at the same time, and designing a book is so hard. Like, it's so much harder than I thought it was going to be. Yep, it's so, definitely. especially, like, because of the thing that I had in my head that I wanted it to look like. So, like, my friend Pearson and I were, mm. I would go to ALAC, which is, like, Arizona Latino Cultural Arts Center, mm. and use their workshop as, like, a place to write. In Phoenix. Yeah, and so I would, like, read out loud the shit I was writing, and Pearson just sketched this thing out. Like, just sketched it out in front of me, and I was like, that wow. needs to be. I was like, that needs to be on the book. So, like, I talked to the curator. And we like just, she was like, you should do it here. Because I was just going to open for a, an author from New York. So like that was a big deal. You yeah, know, like yeah. that was like, oh, crap. Like that'd be really cool. I can talk right. about the book. Yeah. And then she was like, no, you should do your own book opening. And I was like, what the fuck? And then that gave wow. me a deadline. So once I had a deadline, yeah, I, I was like, should I have to uh, do it? Oh, no. And so, yeah. And But so now, like the second edition is just like all the shit that I learned <laughs> from like the first time that right, I decided course. to publish it. So, yeah, yeah. It's been hard because I'm not a designer, so like sending files back and forth. And, and what's funny is that my partner's a graphic designer, yeah. but I never asked him for help because I suck at asking for help. <laughs> and like, and he was just like, "You literally could you ask would. me." And I was just, like, "I literally waited two months." 
<laughs> to ask him for help. <laughs> to ask him to simply be like, how do you make a title page? Like, Wow. Because I couldn't. Like, I, right. could, I literally could not do it. Like, I would think about it. I was like, that would be pretty easy. Shit, I'm so stressed. Like, like <laughs> I don't it was know how to do it. Stupid thing. What did what? Like, did you have to you have specific programs to do it or what? Yeah, you had to like InDesign, and you have to like do like yeah. You had to like both take, of my chapbooks came out of InDesign. Yeah, well. and it's like you oh, have really? to yeah. because the PDF version doesn't like necessarily convert well into like it's just a whole. Honestly, I don't know. Right. Honestly, I still don't know. But um, yeah, that's how it happened. It's God hard. Damn. It's been hard. It's. It's been hard because it's because I'm broke. Right, of <laughs> course. Much, you know, like was, that's why. Yeah. Were the first editions able to get the second editions in? Yeah. 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 So, uh, it was able to self-sustain mm-hmm. itself. Yes, definitely self-sustainable. Uh, which is what was yeah. really like the great the goal, right? holy shit. Like I didn't really expect. Honestly, like never thought about even getting. Into I this. knew I would like had to sell it because, like, in order not to you know like go hungry. Or right, of course. So like, but I didn't think about that until like the day of the opening i was like oh shit i'm gonna sell this book like you know like oh fuck like how the fuck am i gonna do that you know wow. but um it was cool that a lot of people came through and like bought the book you know yeah. that was like really amazing but awesome. that wasn't what i was thinking about like up until the what, very last minute what was on your mind the, i don't know just it the being book? shitty or oh, like okay yeah usual that was out. yeah usual like i don't know if this is good or not right. type deal right right but um, it's cool. It's for my family, so like, it's tight. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Shit. Def- definitely wasn't shitty. No, it wasn't. Yeah, no, that, that whole Thanks. the whole event you had yeah. was great. Thank you. It was loads of fun. Book, now that I got a chance to actually read it. Yeah. Have you read the whole thing? I've read to the middle. That's where I got the poem. I've read like yeah. maybe three. Yeah. In all honesty, homie. No, no, no. My favorite one is on Wednesdays. On what? My favorite oh, okay. poem in the book is on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays, that's yeah. what it's called. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Yep. i have to check it out. Now, now we, we've mentioned your book. We haven't even said the name. Oh, uh, yeah. Tell, tell them. Say some. It's called Pocha Theory. Pocha, Pocha Theory. Pocha Theory. Yeah. It's called Pocha Theory. Pocha Theory. Doria Pocha. Doria Pocha. Oh. Is that how you say Doria? Doria. 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 See, that's literally what the book is about. Really? Doria. 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 Vortex things. Okay. Now, Q, you also released. Uh, yes, uh, thank you. Stuff. It's fucking Tarsus. <laughs> this fool. God oh, damn. Like you want, can you just leave? Actually, I just want to talk to Anna. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> like, I was waiting for my turn. When you're in Leo, when you're in Leo ascending in a Taurus, sitting in the same zone. I'm a Capricorn ascending. Yeah, he's a Capricorn Damn, ascendant. for real. I yeah. feel bad, but you're just kidding. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? It's, it's hard, terrifying. isn't it? I hate hating it. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Hating myself, yes. I do that shit all the time. Um, yes, I put out a put out a zine. Yes. Um, fancy shit for the same thing, but uh, <laughs> essentially it's a smaller collection of poetry. It's about maybe twelve poems. Mm. These colliding things available through Ojala Press. Um, but also, yeah, a lot of that shit was, I mean, that's a fancy word for saying me and Max put that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the one previous to that one is also a, a collaboration with this uh, press called Spoken Futures Press, which is basically Spoken Futures right. poetry organization in town. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got to see the whole editing portion of it. And um, you know what I was going to say, too, to speaking to the self-publishing thing, now that, because um, the first one I've read, I had a lot of mentors looking mm-hmm. at that manuscript, so I had a lot of help. 
Mm. So it was the second one I felt a lot more of, of like more on you. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh shit, suck. I don't want to even put this out anymore, man. That's why it took two years to put it out because I was always right. like, wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 it's not ready. But uh, yeah, so that was that was cool. We also had a show uh, that Anna got to perform at. Mm-hmm. You see it? Uh, you can see it on the pod blog blog thing. The vlog a dog. And you can see Anna read one poem. Yeah, I put up one. I read one as well. I also, you you read more in real life, but I, I yes. put one up there. Yes. <laughs> what was your homegirl's name? Who opened up it for you as well? Oh, on her show. Oh, yeah. Nova Vase. Nova Vase. Nova Vase also. Yeah. 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 That was a, that was an interesting read. That was really interesting. Yeah. 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 Theater background. Mm-hmm. Theater. How was the? How did you take your whole self-publishing? It was really gratifying after I got over like the self doubt. Right, I think I think inherently, I, I, especially with my connection with books. I mean, I remember books being something that um, I always had like this conflict for because like speaking to like ESL and mm-hmm. shit, they um, your proficiency was based on how much you could read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to just really pretend I was reading and just regurgitate things I would say if I was reading alone. Yeah. Uh, but then I fell in love with reading. Right. I was like, this actually be tight. Right. And so when, even even with all the self doubt I had for the first book, which yeah. is Turtle Boy says, I think once I saw my name on something and I saw my parents and shit, I was like, what if I have to be tight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even be mad. Like I know maybe a year or two down the road I'll probably whatever. Think, like it. why the fuck did I write that? Right. But at that moment I was like the deep. You know what I mean? Wow. Like I can sell my book to people. It was tight. No, it was, I mean, because, you know, I also having like a hip-hop background, Yeah. I, you know, I, I had to build that sense of confidence. And doing all the slam shit, like, I was really assured in every move I made. Right. With, like, that little inch of, like, self-doubt and, like, self-hate that mm. would really build on, like, deadlines. Like, turning yeah. in my manuscript, I was like... Yeah. Deadlines really make a difference. Yes. Deadlines really make a difference. Like, when like there's somebody, when there's another group done? of people counting on mm. you... To like create something, and it's not just like you in your room, like mad, like a mad person, just like running around, like my ideas, my ideas. It's like that shit changes the game because then you're like, shit, like what week is it? Like how many words can I crunch out of you? Yeah, Yeah. and it's all. I think I think self publishing is also hard because like I don't know, you have to validate yourself. Mm And it's like you decide when something is done. It doesn't matter how many great writers you have that edit your book or your whatever work you're doing. You say you're like finished. you are the one who says it. You know, so it's like that. That's also really interesting to to have people who, especially like, because for me, my a lot of my editors didn't think I was finished, or you know, or like felt like the poem was only the beginning to mm, a greater piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, mm. no, this is, a, you know, to me, I'm like, this is a piece. Like, even if it's maybe another piece in the future, mm-hmm. like, I think Even it's, now this is part yeah, so it's, yeah. yeah, so it's like, I, I think it's also, we kind of have to normalize that, you know, understanding that, you know, writing poetry in particular, you know, maybe has to come in waves and uh-huh, like, it's yeah. not all going to be represented there, but we have to assume that the reader has the capability to like, Imagine the future of it. Understand that. You know, and like be able to yeah. accept it for the stage that it's in. I right. think we don't give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, we're like, they need to be fed this poem and it needs to be in its completion. Like, yeah. you know, it has to be at the it's at the crazy. best temperature and at the and best. So... And it's like, no, people can read what we write and under- like 
you know, consume it and like be grateful for. Like I don't know. I feel like we we kind of, you know, that kind of like scares us into publishing uh, against publishing. You know. Yeah, I think I think too of like that's an interesting perspective because I you know coming from spoken word, a lot of my pieces were like unfinished, Mm -hmm. and I would just kind of like what I did this last Saturday. I would Mm -hmm. riff the endings or parts that yeah yeah yeah. Totally changes the poem and sometimes go on a different tangent, yeah, and then turn that into page writing. So I think there's also that conversation of like, what does it mean to exist within like a spoken word? Because mm-hmm. uh, right now, spoken word is what's associated with poetry. Right now, yeah. you ask anybody who does poems about slam or whatever, yeah. either through comedy, through all the fucking, you know, what's that um that movie? Uh, Twenty Watch Dump Street, like since oh yeah, yeah, slam yeah, poem. yeah, yeah. So many kids come and read that shit when I go to high schools or even at college. And they'll, oh, like, really? they'll do some like shit to like mimic that. And I'm like, all right, you're funny. Uh-huh. But I think that's also like a big part of like how people consume poetry is also like through the mainstream. The mainstream. How do you adapt it to to stage or how how does it read? Because also that too, the idea of like having prints the word, yeah, and then slanging it. It's like a weird thing because not, yeah, not everybody yeah. read books. Yeah, I don't know if you experienced this or even thought about it, but I think. When I had my first subsequent releases, a lot of homies would never own books in their yeah. lives. I was their first yeah. book in their collection. Right. Yeah, no, there's like definitely a couple people. Like it was really cool to see uh, people from like my old high school there. Right. And then like those kind of dudes that I met that are like just not interested in, in books, you know, and reading. Mm-hmm. And like um, just actually like a couple of days ago, I ran into one of them that bought the book and he was like, yeah, that's my favorite book to read and my favorite book to break up my weed on. And I was like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, that's, that's, that's like, that's yeah, because like, it, it shouldn't be one or the other, you know, like, Both, yeah. I don't know. It's just like the, the one of the reasons people, especially like, let's just fucking say it, like brown men our age, you know, yeah. aren't expected to read is because it's not, it's not an intellectual capacity that they were Right. You know, given. you know, given like people yeah. were just like, ah, you don't you know, read yeah, like, yeah. and like, I mean, now I now it's I, I do think things are changing now. It's sort of like you know, a lot of the youth has accepted you yeah, know the yeah. the concept of like having theories and like yeah. being able to formulate these thoughts and yeah. being like, this is what I own in in terms of you know my my like interpersonal you know ideas of morality or whatever whatever it may be like we own these you know yeah. so like we're taking things that are intangible and being like these are mine like it's my property right. yeah. so like that's being normalized but still you know we like a lot of a lot of people aren't given that you know and so it's yeah. like to write something that speaks not only about you but like to you is really important i feel that's true and i think also the the privilege it is to like read mm-hmm. the idea of like even reading Right, I'm I, I thinking about that because I get my book very my civilized parents. behavior. That, but also I like a lot of the people that are close to me can't read English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so this one I wrote more bilingually, but even that I had to explain to my parents. Oh, it's, it's like yeah, it's a little bit more Spanish than the last one. Yeah, wow. but it was also that right, the right. language barrier and then the time right. to, to read. Mm-hmm. You have to make time out of your yeah. busy day, man. Like to read coming from working class environment. Yep. Always that's ask, true. You know what I mean? it's that's hard to ask very like, true. You know what? This is something you'd probably have to take. Just sit down and yeah. read. Down and read. Some people, when they want to go yeah, home, they just like, want to be vegetables. That's and that's, that, that, that's that concept of freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what is freedom, and what is like joyous freedom? You know, the type of 
Like, honestly, I get what you're saying because I saw my dad reading a book the other day. It's crazy, huh? Yeah, I saw, it's my dad, thing. I saw my dad reading a book, and the thing that it did to me inside was, like, shattered. It was crazy that I was, like, watching my father read, and I was having a very, like, a reaction that I never th- thought I would have. It was, like, this joy, and it was, like, this sadness, and it was... It was so strong, and it's simply because, like, wow. my dad's not supposed to read. He's supposed to work. He's supposed to, like, rest when he's not working. You right. know, like, that's, like, always been the theme. So it's, like, to see someone have the freedom, like, the liberty, the joy to, like, wow. consume a piece of literature. It's, like, it's revolutionary, you know? It's, like, yeah. it's it honestly is telling of, like, some even if it's not, like, an external revolution, but, like, a familial revolution. Yeah. Like, this group of people that I've deemed, you know, sacrificed their whole life is like no like there's joy, yeah there's joy and it was peace and it was sad because it because of wow. those things because it was also yeah. new yeah wow speaking to that poem you wrote about your dad yeah Believe yeah that's like the last poem i've write, written i haven't been able to write another piece that's crazy like things pop up here and there but like i can't but not real life yeah they all seem to be like different rooms in that same house of that poem you know like wow it'll be like that yeah i have uh, i did that to this fucking i reading your poem mm-hmm. the promesa mm-hmm. the promise mm-hmm. i just fucking wrote the same thing about the border yeah the border because it's crazy it's insane like every single facet of our life mm-hmm. is a reaction to that even the good things even mm. the good things even all of the things that you cherish that you love like is a reaction to the fear of poverty and the fear of displacement that mm. is so deeply embedded in us that it's like, it's everything. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's in every choice you make. It's in every ambition you pursue. It's there. Like It's in every relationship you choose. Like, mm. everything. Even romantic ideals are like, well, what is the length that this person is willing to go? What When this relationship, in this thing, mm-hmm. what is the length? What is the, how hard is our shell? You know, because like our parents are all literally yeah. just, I say this a lot, but they're like ghosts of themselves. They're not themselves. You know, mm. like they gave something up. They right. gave something up. And it's like, to that, is, that is, it's in us. We're sacrifices. We're experiments. We're just mm. things. You know, like we're like, <laughs> we, you know, quick. we're like the Frankensteins of like, not our parents doing, but like, a huge, huge systematic plan for us, right? Mm. Like, oh, I'm gonna go off on a tangent. No, go, but go, I have go, go, go. But um, mestizos, right? Mestizaje mm-hmm. was a very deliberate action to create class and mm. rank. So it's like we are part of that plan, whether we like it or not. Like we are. We were supposed to be born right mm. out of this out of this mess but the united states america the new world whatever you want to call it mm. didn't plan on us Mm-mm. didn't plan on us ever being on this soil and being self-aware mm. ever like they couldn't fathom no. they couldn't fathom that we'd be here completely in pain mm. but like not not willing to take it you know, like like that, and I think there's so much fucking power in that. Yeah. But it's like to be aware of that power is to be in constant pain. Yeah. I think, at least, like you know, like Frederick Douglass said that. Yeah. Said, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. To paraphrase him, he said, "It's 
the the pain of the pain of knowing you're not in ignorance. Yeah. Knowing that your condition is controlled, and some people, you see it. Some people yeah. try to revert back to ignoring it, back yeah. to mm. being unaware of it, being yeah. aware of where this pain is coming from. And we can cycle through that, which is why it's like. Right. It's just like it's. Uh, it also has something to do with like our different generations, right? So like, I find a lot of. Um, women my age like talking about their mothers like Hispanic Mexican mothers mm-hmm. um, and being like she doesn't get it you know like she doesn't get the liberties that I'm supposed to have like the feminist movement like she doesn't understand it and it's like we have to be kind to that because it's like it's so much deeper than just yeah. like the, the yeah. ignorance you know that they're because oh, yeah. you know, and that's something else that we have to constantly like deny ourselves is that privilege of being like I'm smarter than my parents because mm. of like my self awareness when it's like no they didn't have a choice they, for it. Yeah, they didn't have they, the opportunity to have that self awareness they're the extru- like the love that they are they were able to make into a decision to like leave their home land everything they know mm. not for their own sake but for like the sake of us mm. is like unimaginable and to stay yeah to, and to stay. stay and to endure yeah i think because yeah this one cause i think there's also a lot of foolishness in making those decisions because my parents made them when they were 20 yeah motherfuckers didn't know what the no, was right, right. Exactly. It, wasn't, it wasn't until that they had three kids it wasn't until they faced the poverty that they did and faced the shit that they had to see you know? mm-hmm. my dad experienced the rodney king riots mm-hmm. and that was a whole he's like what the fuck yeah you know like the whole race relation thing it's like yeah. making a decision to stay constantly. Yeah. Every day you wake up for yeah. a.m. shit. I'm back home tired as fuck, worn as fuck. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It took me a while to, to get to that point where yeah. I kind of saw my dad's like, because he was really distant growing yeah. up. Because the same thing, overworking. It's overworking. But right. even speaking to that greater systemic thing, I think I was talking to, who was I talking to? I think Mike and them. Mm. It's just like the idea of time and privilege mm. is, is, is afforded these people whoever whatever names they may have or whatever fucking places they may be but it's like a it's like a systemic thing that they've done since colonization they, right. they figured out how to wipe us out and they figured how to keep us in, in these systems yeah we're in a cycle system. right cycle. we're in a pattern yeah. right. and it's like it's a curse it's a fucking curse mm-hmm. it is and it's and it's so hard to get out of like i get what you say about the foolishness like my brother cost recently that shit's crazy because we're like, you know, we're in a new society where we talk about immigration, SB 1070, and all the like physical migration through the desert as a thing of the past mm-hmm. in our childhoods, you know? And then to have my brother, like, I was like, what? Like, I, in my head, I was like, what do you mean? How do you not know that's a, that's a complete impossibility? Like, they're everywhere. The Border Patrol is everywhere. If they don't kill you, they're going to slash the water jug so you die. Like, you know, yeah, like, right. I, and I'm like, but I'm so stupid to think that because I know that, yeah. then yeah. my whole fucking family knows that. Mm-hmm. And that's just not how that works. Survival is not, like, <laughs> there's not a fucking monitor for people who are, Deeply, deeper into the like act of oppression to just kind of like telepathically, no, you know, good. Yeah. It's and it's like it's the blinders are more tight on them. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's that's not being talked about. That no. this is my whole fucking deal with the, the immigration 
like attitude in this country. First is that we don't share the nationalistic views of this country. You know, even if when we were growing up, we're like said the Pledge of Allegiance and that inspired some sort of something in us that moved us. Mm-hmm. The truth of the matter is that's not our way. Like we're not inherently people no, who not who no. who are like it's not word for word. Who are like I love this place. This is my place. Yeah. You know, fuck your place. Like that's not really how I th- I personally think we think. But mm. every time that anybody in this country talks about immigration, it's about security. Mm. It's about what is the danger? Yeah, what are we keeping like, Nobody even asks, like, nobody even asks if there is a danger. Mm-hmm. It, it is a danger already. Like, right. that's why these people can't get the humanity of immigration. Is because that's all They're they know. Right. Yeah. So it's, and, and I've had people at ASU in my fucking classes be like, well, who's going to protect our own? I'm like, I'm your own. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and you are here in the same space. We Whether I fucking don't have anything in common with you or not, we're in the same space. We're in a community. It doesn't fucking matter who you are. Like, mm-hmm. There are reasons for why you're here. There are reasons for why I'm here. But like the fact that you see a line, a divide everywhere you go is because of that nationalistic view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, and I mean, obviously like, answer colonization it's like you know like but when people say okay when people talk about decolonization what does that mean like what does that mean yeah. i want to know what that means because if there's an active way that i could be participating and for that to happen tell me but if not we need to start talking about language like if if, if we're not if if we're not gonna <laughs> literally take people out Get rid of the border with, like, my hands. I'm talking about, like, physically grab the border and throw it over the fucking mountain or some bullshit. Mm. Like, if that's not going to happen, then what are we doing to talk about the rhetoric of immigration? Like, what, who is looking at that, you know? And so, like, I think that art is the only other thing that exists to do that. Yeah. And there's, like, that's it. And, and um, I would add to that education, too. Yeah. Like, proper ethnic studies. Mm-hmm. Like giving white people the chance to learn what, what exactly what the fuck is history. up? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't throw a whole generation of white kids in a you multiracial can. society and call that diversity. Yeah, no. you know what I mean. No. Yeah, and it's like, and and that's what sucks is that like, even at these colleges, the way that we're learning about, you know, a teacher, a white teacher may get up there and be like, yeah, fuck Columbus. But that's not enough, yo. Like, that's like that's not, like that's not enough at all. But my, I don't know if this is like a side, but my, um, and no, no disrespect to this professor because he's a great professor. But my, my Mexican like, Amer- my Mexican American studies class was taught by a white professor in my first year, mm-hmm. and like what, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like what do you mean? Like you For can't sure. get, you know, like, I don't know. There's a lot to be said about the educational system, but. You know, I would say the same with, like, really academic brown people who, like, don't have connection to, like, a first-gen or mm-hmm. the, that working-class student. Because mm-hmm. really it's brown. different. Yeah. Chicanismo is hella different. Mm-hmm. Hella different. Like, the, the priorities are just kind of shifted. I actually find a lot of Chicanos or, like, um, neutralized um, Mexicans, like, have this really weird like pride about their struggle being a little bit more apart from the present and it's like 
there's a there's almost a sort of romanticization yeah like um when i see posts where people are like i'm finally an american citizen or mm. like i got i'm a resident now like my mom is also a resident you know like mm. i'm very familiar with that process but it's in my in my head i'm like that's so sad it's just the you language know? think about yeah, like yes the uh, language i remember growing up i thought i had this funny thought my parents kept saying it's a kid arreglar yeah arreglar oh, why, why are you broken what the fuck yeah. that's so crazy like, you have you wrote that down somewhere i have oh, yeah, cool. a lot of <laughs> it's just that idea you know i think it's it's like the way we we word ourselves too even the idea of like being called alien you know yeah. that shit's crazy or just illegal illegal too illegal like yeah. how is that okay bro like we grew up around that. We grew up that that, that whole esteem was like, yeah. you know, like the only thing I had was that I was born here, and barely. That's that. You know? There's a really good quote about that. I think I wrote it down. It's a, well, it's a phrase. It's the coincidence of birth. Because mm-hmm. your experience, yeah, because your experience as a brown person on the continent, whatever side of the border you mm-hmm. get, you get like a. A completely different yeah thing. it's like a roll of dice mm-hmm. yeah you're born in nogales arizona you have a subsequent path that you'll yeah. follow right of experiences mm-hmm. right and then right. you're born in nogales sonora uh-huh. even think about that it's fucking yeah. crazy it's a whole nother world for you. Yeah. it's so insane it's like it's it's literally crazy to me that like the autonomy you're allowed when even if you are still treated like shit but if you're born on the u.s side like yeah. well, it's that caste system. You yeah. Know what I mean? It's like, yeah. we're going to give some of these fools citizenship, mm-hmm. some of these fools some property. Mm-hmm. We're going to give a whole lot of them nothing. Mm-hmm. Let's see what that does to them. Yeah. yeah I mean, then you yeah. get people like fucking. The capitalist brown people. Yeah, you get coconuts, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Coconuts. Well, lack of a better word. But, like, they're all self hating. You know. Did you ever Did you ever look up uh, Richard Rodriguez? Have you ever heard of him? Maybe. Richard Rodriguez. Yeah, so he's a he's an author in the eighties, genius level Richard scholar. Rodriguez. He uh, Mexican American. His parents were braceros mm. in, mm. in California. Damn. He got cool. a full ride to Oxford. Shit. He was a fucking. Yeah, braceros. Yeah. But my man was anti ethnic studies, anti bilingual education, anti mm. any yeah. cultural signifiers. We're in America. Assimilate. Mm. He was a closeted for the long, longest time, and yeah. Reagan had put him on a platform. And Reagan used Richard Rodriguez as brown person as his face yeah. of like basically the new Republican Party, the Latinos in the Republican mm-hmm. Party yeah. of today. Yeah. Wow, it was crazy. But he had this whole book. Actually, it was really tight. Uh, I I pushed myself to read it because I was like, oh, I'm dying. Who's here? Wow. Quick pause. Phoenix, you don't find that shit. So we were interrupted by a friend of Q's. Shout out, Josue. I'll show you this shit later. I love you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and uh, he got him off of the ticket. Yeah! Because um, fuck the city of Tucson. But not the city of Tucson, but the city of Tucson. Yeah, with this capital C. Fuck him. <laughs> um, what were we even talking about before that? Well, I don't about. know, but shit. We, we, you guys were on a roll. You guys were on I know was on a roll. I don't even know what the fuck I said. It's my turn. Okay. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about? Uh, Psychedelics. We can talk about the, the, oh, the, yeah, the fact that. that the highway is closed. Yeah, I, I had a feeling that they were... Uh, was it that? that they were the protesting, march? but I wasn't too sure. 
Yeah. So, so, so what essentially what, what happened today, unfortunately, the verdict of Jose uh, Antonio Elena Rodriguez, um, young Mexican, uh, young person, um, was shot at the border, Nogales, I believe, um, 10 times by a piece of shit called Lonnie Swart, who had um, believed that his life was endangered. Mm. Uh, keep in mind that he was at the top of the wash that separates the bridge between the entry point uh, upward, right? Mm -hmm. And Jose Antonio, Antonio was on the ground running towards the Mexican side. Essentially, Lonnie had said rocks were being thrown at him and he had feared for his life because rocks hurt white people apparently. Uh -huh. And bullets are just the equivalent for rocks. So he had put eight bullets in Jose's back and um, had kind of walked away from the situation willy-nilly. Mm -hmm. But uh, of all the things that went, the very few things that went right with this case, that he was the first Border Patrol agent charged in about 100 years since the, uh, the second founding of it. They're going back to like Texas Ranger kind of time. Wow. But yeah, so essentially a lot of Border Patrol agents would walk away free because it's just un. un uh, what's the word? Can you get them? No, it, was, uh, it wasn't as supervised. Yeah, there you go. Mm. They were very autonomous for a while. Right. It wasn't until the Obama administration that they really got yeah. hampered down. Wow. But even that, it was like the biggest deportation, the amount of deportations yeah. happened under that administration. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. they today. Were just on paper. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so it was hung jury. The jury couldn't decide on whether or not this guy was, uh, you know, a murderer or a frightened human being. Right. Keep in mind, Lonnie was like in his 30s. And right. He was scared of a 14-year-old, which is a weird thing white men, particularly white officers, have when it comes to young brown, black, and indigenous uh, people. Mm -hmm. So Tucson uh, organizers had... Um, thought about showing up to the court around 4 p.m. today to, just to demonstrate and to kind of show solidarity with the family who have been taking over this case for, like, more time than they should yeah, have. You know what I mean? It's like five years already. Yeah, huh? five or six, yeah. honestly. And um, so, yeah, so it's kind of like a bummer of, uh, along with other bummers that's happened in Arizona. But um, apparently they may have blocked off the highway. Right. Freeway, which is pretty uncommon in Tucson. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty major. We'll we'll check back to this. I yeah. Don't, yeah. Greg Greg added like a little, I'll bring a little, it back. A little blurb at the end. Yeah. After you after you look it up. Yeah, probably. I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. On the camera too. Yeah. <laughs> do that tomorrow. That's insane. Um, the whole situation is insane. Yo, I legit no though, like you like when you guys were gone, like I I had I couldn't add anything. Listen, yeah, there's no, there's nothing for me to add. I got a blood blister. From what? From bleeding, not bleeding. Oh, bleeding. Why? Because you go hard. You go hard? Hard. I, I mean, Tana, of course. Yeah, you know what? I I have this image before I met you. Like, damn, I was really fucking going hard in the paint. What? And I saw you and I was like, oh, it makes sense why you go so hard. Why? What? What are you talking about? Because you'll lose your marbles if you don't go hard. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that comes from, Anna? Where's this? Shit, I don't Where's know. this weird like? 
analyze your trauma. Like, <laughs> well, you see, when I was six years old. I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> careful, homie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where's that ambition come from? I thought you were gonna say I'm small. I got all I got all mad because I thought you're gonna be like, you know, you gotta make up for it because then small. And I was like, <laughs> oh, clearly you have a thing. But, That's good. Uh, now I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm afraid. No, I forget I'm short sometimes, and it pisses me off when I can't read something. And I'm sucks. like, what the fuck? Oh, fuck. Can't relate to that. Yeah, I know you can't. I just be yanking this shit. <laughs> That's a really good. Shit. Mm. I got canes. I really do. Yeah, he's really good with that. Nice. He's really good at that. Nice. We just be hanging out, and just, just like going into one out of nowhere. That was good. I just really remember that shit. I always. Who? Sean remembers when I couldn't rap. It's Sean. <laughs> yeah, it is Sean's birthday. Shout out Sean. We got well, Happy birthday to you. Did you realize like, how much I did work? Happy birthday <laughs> to Sean. I like that, cuz. Damn. I like popular. Yeah, one new follower. Cupid is having to pull out the phone. Shit, you're going to like me on the phone tonight, though? Who are you, though? Um, Hey, guys. Okay, it's 10 30. How do you feel if we, we cut it off? Yes, yeah, sweet. We've been through a lot. We're going through a lot. We will be a lot. We've been a lot. Damn. Okay. Is that good? Yeah. I know that. Okay. It had no real rhythm to it, no, but like, it's really good. good. It's okay. It had a string. It had a string. Uh, closing thoughts? Yeah, closing thoughts. What are your closing thoughts, guys? Fuck Border Patrol. Go ahead. No, seriously. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. You guys are really good people. No, seriously, love you guys. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not very good with it. I have really bad emotional <laughs> Happy birthday, Sean. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Um... I hope you have gotten a chance to listen to Two Birds Get Stoned by uh, Mike Checks and Ray. Or is it music by Ray? It's Ray, right? Ray. Um, it's a hit full of hits. Go and listen. It's worth it. Also, if you haven't checked out the vlog, go and check it out. Happy Greg, YouTube. Type it in. If you can't find it, though, just type in Eclip Trip. Find it real quick. And a whole bunch of my other adventures and everything. But thank you for listening. Catch you on the next one.